Hi everyone, welcome to Sorcerer's The Books Podcast on Fountain Inc. I'm your host, Nandini Krishnan, and today I thought I'd speak about an author who shot to national and then international fame in 2015 when a controversy led to his announcing his literary suicide, only to emerge quite like the phoenix and fly higher than ever before. I'm talking about Perumal Murugan, and I should perhaps start with full disclosure, I have myself translated two of his books from Tamil to English, a novel and an anthology of stories, and have worked closely with him, which is also why I wanted to do this episode, because I do find that the controversy over his novel Madhurubhagan, uh, which was translated as One Part Woman, has coloured the way in which people see his writing, and they often look for activism in his books and miss the craft. So, my acquaintance with Permal Murugan began about six years before I was commissioned to translate him. I read all his novels in Tamil, uh, written until that point of course, to do a feature on him for Open Magazine. And one of the things that struck me most about his writing was his subversiveness. He rarely calls a spade a spade, but if you're keeping to metaphors, I'd say he speaks about gardening in such a way that you're left with the image of a spade although the word has never been used. Let me start with what might be his most read book because of the controversy, Madhurubhagan, or One Part Woman. So, uh, the controversy itself was about his reference to a particular ritual at the Trichangod temple, where on a particular day of the temple festival, it is believed that the gods come down from wherever and possess the bodies of ordinary men, and women who are struggling to get pregnant with their husbands could be impregnated by these so-called gods in human guise. The novel is named for the deity of the temple who is known as Madhurupagan and it is about a couple, Kali and Ponna, who live perfectly happy lives and whose bodies constantly crave each other but who are under pressure from their families to produce a child. So the story of Madhurubhagan ends with Ponna at the temple on the day of the ritual and planning to allow a particular god to, shall we say, fertilize her. And sometime between the release of the translation in English and the controversy, Perumal Murugan wrote two sequels, one titled Alavayan and the other titled Adhanari, each of which accommodates a particular turn of events following the union. These have been translated into English as Trial by Silence and A Lonely Harvest respectively by Anirudhan Vasudevan who also did One Part Woman. Now what is most interesting to me here is the tacit acknowledgement of male infertility. Because uh, in this ritual is based on that, right? So it is the women who are sent alone to the temple to mate with men other than their husbands in the hope that they will get pregnant and produce heirs. So while the controversy focused on how the writer had purportedly insulted the temple and the religion, I don't think this aspect was discussed much. Uh, In a culture, and when I say culture, I'm speaking not just about Tamil culture, but of South Asian culture as a whole, where women are routinely blamed for failing to produce male heirs, and when it is not uncommon for men to be married multiple times if their wives haven't produced the said heirs, look at how Paramar Murugan slips in this notion of the men being the ones who are at fault, you know. And it makes you wonder how the ritual came about, how it was considered permissible, and to what this acknowledgement of male sterility is due. This is not something he discusses in the novel. 
and it is really left to our imagination and perhaps some research. His next novel, which was released shortly before the controversy broke out, was Pukuri, translated by Anirudhan Vasudevan Aspire and eventually longlisted for the International Booker Prize. At the outset, it is a story about an intercaste couple where the woman is Dalit, but then it also delves deeper into how her appearance and sophistication lead people to think she is an upper caste woman and how her demeanor stands in contrast to that of the landowning caste into which she has married, where people walk about in loincloths and swear and spit all over the place, really. There is yet another layer, and this is Perumal Murugan's exploration of the human psyche. So one feels the woman's fear as her husband's relatives become increasingly hostile, as threat after threat is made, and yet the husband believes everything will be all right because he is not the one under threat. And therefore, through this book, we see how the same incidents can translate into completely different experiences for two different people. Now, before I move on to his post-controversy writing, I'm going to talk a little bit about the books he wrote in his younger days, starting with his debut, Eruvayil, translated as Rising Heat, and Niral Mutram, translated as Current Show. So most of his early writing was based on his own life growing up in an agricultural family and working at the cinema in his village, for instance. And although the writer's youth and inexperience are evident in the writing, there is a certain quality to it that makes his characters come alive. And the economy of language, the writer's you know, uncanny ability to trigger a particular feeling in the reader by his framing of a scene or by his creating a particular atmosphere, do date back to this time. The first novel he wrote after the dismissal of the case against him by the Madras High Court in 2016 was Poonachi, translated into English by Kalyan Raman with the title Unchanged. So it is the story of a goat and clearly an allegorical one, but then just the story itself, what happens to the goat itself, is honestly heartbreaking for those of us who have problems with commercial farming and what it is doing to our animals, ecosystems and planet all for the benefits of humans. I think it is one of his best works for its searing narrative, for the way in which he gets into the head of this main character, this goat, even as this comedy of manners plays out in the early chapters and slowly grows sinister. Now the author's wry humour is evident in his foreword, where he speaks about how, you know, in this world it is dangerous to write about humans and extremely dangerous to write about gods. And so he has therefore decided to write about animals. Among animals, he says it would be dangerous to write about cows or pigs. And this stands testament to the subversiveness of his writing that I spoke of earlier. Just a little over a year after announcing his literary suicide, he was able to get tongue-in-cheek about the very controversy that triggered it. Among my favourite novels of his is the one that I got to translate, titled Karimugam in Tamil. But I think many readers struggle to place it because it's not overtly political. It is, to me, something along the lines of A House for Mr. Biswas. Uh, while it does explore various themes, at the centre of it all is the story of a man whose hopes and dreams dissolve into an ordinary life, you know, perhaps even a subpar life. And I think it is this middle-age crisis, midlife crisis, which, uh, I mean, he explores so beautifully, so expertly. So I'm afraid we don't have much time left on this podcast. So I'm going to end by speaking about his Alanda Pachi, which has been translated into English by Janani Kannan as Firebird and won the JCB Award this year. 
So, the Arlanda Pachi is a mythical bird of enormous dimensions and the symbolism of the bird will become evident once you read the novel. So, I'm not going to give much away. But then this is one of his more overtly political novels which looks at how caste dynamics play into the human search for permanence and settlement and ownership of land, of a life and through these perhaps of oneself. I'm going to sign off here and I'll be back in a couple of weeks with a new episode of Cerceris. So let me wish you happy reading in the meantime and if you have any suggestions or feedback, do write in to us at feedback at fountainink.in. Bye for now.